Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello, and welcome to the Viewmasters. Episode 225. Hercules. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. Uh, I should specify this is Disney's Hercules. Yes, thank you. This is this is none of those uh, none of those fake Herculeses. Nope. This is not Dwayne the Rock Johnson pretending to be Hercules. Did he do that? He did. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Um... Our, our friend Matt Brassfield says it's actually pretty good, but, you know, take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> that man hated one cut of the dead, and that is the most delightful movie that has ever been made. I've, I've never heard of that movie. It is a Japanese zombie movie. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to say too much else about it, but I can tell you that the very first 30 or so minutes of it is a completely one-take uh, wow. zombie movie. Um, and then uh, it goes from there. And Interesting. it is just a feel-good delight. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Yep. Uh huh. I highly recommend it. It is on Shutter exclusively, but you might be able to find it elsewhere. Okay. All right. Okay. What's it called again? One Cut of the Dead. Okay. Gotcha. I get it. One Cut. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> like Eddie Murphy once said multiple times. In the That's right. Voice. Hercules, Hercules, <laughs> Hercules, 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 <laughs> Heracles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're idiots. More accurate. <laughs> oh boy, I um didn't realize this was going to be a musical. I did not either. <laughs> I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> At least there are not a lot of songs. Not a ton, no. But I will just, I'll go ahead and start out by saying this. Uh, every time one started, I zoned out. <laughs> you it's know, I, like I left my body. I may have done the same. <laughs> and you like musicals. I, I do, typically. Uh, I don't think this was a very good musical. I, you know, it, it definitely, to me, uh, exposed exactly what I dislike about a lot of musicals. Yeah. Uh, just the, it, tran clumsy transitions to, you know, bursting out into song. <laughs> uh, and the songs were just not memorable or good. Yeah. Yeah, as, as I'm sitting here, I'm trying to think of, of what all the songs were. I can think of Hello. three songs, not including the uh, the sort of chorus that comes in every now and then. 
like right. three songs uh, that are sung by actual characters. Yeah. Um, uh, which is just not enough. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess if you're going to go for a musical, go all the way, you know? Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, I've seen other Disney cartoons that are, you know, musical and, uh, you know, have never been terribly bothered by it. Yeah. Especially like from this era, which was sort of the, you know, Disney animated movie renaissance of sorts. Right. Uh, like, you know, like Beauty and the Beast. Like, I'm not going to lie, has some pretty memorable tunes in it. It really does. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, I mean, other than just, you know, explicitly stating, you know, narrative... <laughs> Uh, there's not much to the music in this one. Yeah, I mean it's, yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of cookie. <laughs> it's just kind of cookie cutter, except yeah. except maybe for Danny DeVito's song. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Which, but even that's still pretty. Pretty well, that's generic. Also hindered by the fact that it's Danny DeVito singing it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Though I mean, you know, I saw him sing in in the the It's Always Sunny musical, and he was excellent. So, well, I'm glad you brought up that show because his character in this is sort of like a G-rated proto Frank Reynolds. He really is. <laughs> <laughs> like casting casting Danny DeVito as a satyr was really perfect. <laughs> Uh, and it kind of looked like him. It did, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, this, this movie, um, I don't know, it was okay. Yeah, so I, I was interested in watching this because I had heard people say that it was a good Superman movie. Okay. And now, having watched it, I can see that. Yes. Because, because it's almost beat for beat the original superman movie it it definitely takes some cues for sure from it i mean the entire you know first 20 25 minutes of it for sure are you know the origin of superman yeah uh just just flat out it's superman yeah i w- i was surprised <laughs> at how much it was the origin of superman <laughs> I mean, I was delighted by that, too. Oh, yeah, uh, no, definitely not a complaint. I enjoyed oh, yeah, that yeah, part yeah. about it, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I was also shocked. And uh, I know when you picked it last week, you had mentioned, uh, you know, comic book ties to it, or at least comic book people, you know, saying that it's a good movie to watch. And uh, when, uh, yeah, when... Hercules is uh, discovered by a kindly farming couple uh, <laughs> and then adopted because they've not been able to have their own child. Uh, I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> and then immediately displays a feat of massive strength. Yes. Yeah. As a baby. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, just hit me over the head with it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the 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 only thing that uh, really differs from it is that uh, you know his paw doesn't die. True, uh, but uh, he does have that sort of you know uh, moments of you know realizing that uh, he doesn't necessarily belong and he needs to. Uh, you know, figure out uh, where he's really from. Moments. Yeah, yeah. So he goes off and and uh, and talks to his father. <laughs> yep. <laughs> his real father. Yes, yes. And then he goes on a quest, <laughs> basically. Uh, so yeah, th- this uh, you know, and obviously you know the his home planet doesn't get destroyed no yeah <laughs> so that that's that's a little different yeah uh i mean yeah there's obvious differences but uh yeah you know oh there are so many obvious uh similarities though yeah <laughs> yeah and and you know just sort of picking those out i really enjoyed that part of it oh yeah me too um and and uh i think uh there, there's a little bit of thor in there too but that just may be me connecting the pieces of you know godlike superheroes no i definitely i i thought of thor as well because it's all about it comes down to hercules having to prove that he's worthy of being a god right and that's absolutely the the plot of the first thor movie yeah yeah and you know the the basis of uh of the early thor comics anyway right uh, all that's missing is him pretending to be a limp doctor. <laughs> that would have added a lot to the movie. Yeah. Give <laughs> give Hercules a secret identity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's a Hercules animated series. Maybe they do that in there. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'll never watch it. <laughs> is is that on Disney Plus too? I don't know. Yes, it is. Excellent. All yeah. right. Um, but, uh, you know what, uh, movie didn't grab me enough to make me want to watch an animated series. I, I would be interested to see what serialized stories with these characters are like, cause this is definitely an origin story. Yeah. Like the, the ending of the movie pretty perfectly sets up more adventures to come. So, you know, with, with that out of the way, I would be interested to see what it's like I, I you know i might try an episode or two just to see sure uh i think it's actually a prequel series though oh is it really yeah it's like takes place like basically in that in-between time where he uh is you know in in his training phase oh well yeah. hmm. all right yeah. <laughs> less interested now yeah just watch ducktales <laughs> That's almost always a better choice <laughs> between watch DuckTales or do literally anything else. You know what? Can't argue. Yeah, it's and, it's just a great show. Sure. I'm, I'm not even really that much into DuckTales, but, you know, yeah, my choice is DuckTales and, you know, something else. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably pick DuckTales. At least DuckTales is a known quantity. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, so, I mean, I I can't say this was a bad movie because it has a lot going for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, 
just the superhero aspect of it is is nice to you know a big nerd like me um and i say for the most part this is a gorgeous looking movie it really is yeah the the animation i know we've we've talked about hand-drawn animation before um and yeah this is i feel like one of maybe the last disney hand-drawn animated movies and yeah it's spectacular yeah uh i love the style of it overall Mm -hmm. uh because it's uh drawn in a style that definitely makes you think of like ancient greece ancient grecian art yeah uh but it's also fairly modern animated and uh there's a small aspect of you know i'd say batman the animated series type style in it the bruce Timm style yeah i can definitely see that um and also, like you mentioned, like with uh, the choruses earlier, uh, when they come on, I think they have just a slightly different style to their animation. And especially when they were doing like the uh, uh, the summary of like the origin of Zeus and the Titans and all that. Yeah, uh, there, there's a, a, an even more different style uh, that I just really really enjoyed yeah it's it's definitely just a beautiful movie to look at um even even the the computer animated stuff like a lot of times with the the early computer animation it's like super obvious which Mm -hmm. parts are hand-drawn and which parts are computer um and i mean I, i i think you know i'm thinking specifically of the hydra sequence uh hail hydra um <laughs> the i you know it, you can tell that the hydra was was done on a computer mm-hmm. just because it's such a complicated character um but you know it it's still like the the blending of that and the the hand-drawn animation is still pretty seamless i would i think it just I, it looked really cool I would have to disagree with you on that aspect. Oh no! I, I was going to bring up the Hydra specifically as like one of the the worst aspects of the, oh. the animation. Anyway, uh, like I, there's definitely computer enhanced animation throughout, and I agree with you that it's you know the blending of it is is pretty good. Uh, but boy, to me, the Hydra scene stuck out like a very sore thumb. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and and kind of took me out of it for for that sequence. That's too. Yeah, I wonder why I had such a different reaction. I don't know. Is because you're younger? I might have fallen asleep during that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I don't think I fell asleep. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you seem to remember it pretty well. I do remember it pretty well. Except for, <laughs> apparently, the part where I thought it looked good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. It's just, it, it worked for me. Okay, you know, different strokes, different folks. That's, I've heard that in a song before. Uh-huh. I, for, I forget where. In the back of a toy store is where I heard that. 
Oh boy. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. What am I talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just hope you didn't see any dirty magazines. I didn't. Definitely no, that, not. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, that was the only time I really had any big issues uh, visually with the movie anyway. Uh, it was just that oh, one scene. That's good. So, you know, it's not bad. I mean. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, you know, that was sort of in the early days of CG animation and uh, uh, you know, not all of it worked as well as others, you know. Uh, but yeah, you know, it was, it was, uh, fine. <laughs> Sorry, I had a cat just walk in front of my screen. So. No, that's fine. I get it. Yeah. It happens. Yep. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about the, the elephant in the movie. Uh, oh, oh, and that's, okay. And that's, uh, James Woods as Hades. Sure, sure. <laughs> I... Really enjoyed his performance in this movie. <laughs> you know. And, and if uh, it had been anyone other than James Woods, it probably would have been my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's uh, he's come out to be a, just a real piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, just, just a bad human being all around. And uh, I don't think reputationally, like... He was really all that great to begin with, but uh, he's just uh, just really swinging for the fences lately. <laughs> uh, but uh, God, I cannot deny that I think he is a fantastic actor. Um, and I have pretty much enjoyed every movie I've ever seen him in. Yeah, uh, and and this was no different. He he is a delight as as Hades. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I I read that uh, that John Lithgow was originally cast as Hades, mm-hmm. and I guess that they recorded all of his dialogue and then went back and re-recorded it with James Woods. Yeah. I would be I'd be really interested to see what Lithgow did differently, because you know the the way that James Woods plays him is just so entertaining, right. Like there, there's comic relief in the movie, in the form of like his hench demons, Played who by, are uh, Bobcat Goldthwait and uh, Matt Frewer. Right. Um. But uh, but even you know just Hades himself is is just wildly entertaining. <laughs> yeah, he he. It's a very funny role, uh, while still being very evil. Um. He, uh, like I, when I, uh, cause I also probably read the exact same thing you did. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I read that John Lithgow was the original voice, like I could kind of imagine how he would play it. Uh, like for, I just feel like he probably would have played it dark and arch yeah and just like slow with a low voice and menacing whereas james wood just kind of plays him as uh just kind of a you know 
like a huckster lawyer, you know? Yeah. Uh, just or like someone trying to like sell you a car who's wearing a lot of plaid. Yeah, he's exa- exactly like a salesman. He's just this fast-talking, sort of quipping, quipping clever guy. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that sort of salesman vibe from him that's like really good comparison yeah uh i also feel like uh you know and and prone to to just violent outbursts uh which which visually is done very well as well yeah uh where his uh, normally calm blue hair fire uh just like engulfs his entire body and turns red uh which which i think is just a great visual yeah, it looked really cool. Um, uh, but, but like, I could, you know, knowing that John Lithgow was originally that role, uh, like, I could, I could see or, like, you know, kind of, like, mentally hear in my head how that would go, too. And, and it just felt more like uh, that would probably be among, like, you know, his outburst says Dick from, uh, you know, 30 Rock from the Sun. You know, <laughs> 30 Rock from the Sun. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> See, I guess I, I would imagine it more as like a, like just like cool rage, I guess. Right. Like yeah. I, I, I think that Lithgow sees very well. He does indeed. Um, but you know, I mean, yeah, you know, as as uh, as as much of a, a black mark as James Wood is, and you know, just in general, mm-hmm. uh, he, yeah, he really kind of owned this role. Yeah, uh, I remember early two thousands or whatever. Uh, I played Kingdom Hearts, uh, which is uh, like the Final Fantasy mashup with disney movies right uh and and because i had never seen this movie up until yesterday uh but you know hades shows up uh in the game you know as voiced by james woods and uh, i remember him being very memorable from that as well even though i don't remember too much about the game because <laughs> i never beat it and uh it's been you know 15 some years right <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, there, there's quite a few Disney movies from this era that I just never got around to seeing, and you know, I don't know exactly why, but, you know, at the same time when I watched it, I was like, uh, this this might be kind of why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I think, like, Pocahontas and The Hunchback of Notre Dame and then this one are... I think the only three from the nineties that I hadn't seen, unless mm-hmm. there's others that I'm not remembering. Dude, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> others like from after that era. Cause I know right, I saw, right. you know, like Aladdin and basically the ones that came before that one. I saw Aladdin and I saw, um, beauty and the beast. Okay. Uh, but I never saw lion King and I, Definitely never saw the the others you mentioned or Mulan. Was that in this? Oh era? yeah, that too? was that was. I've not seen Mulan either. Yeah, uh, Little Mermaid. Have you seen that one? I did see that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy. Uh, at one point, Hercules is wearing uh, Scar's head yeah. from from the Lion King. I thought that was really cool. 
I, I was curious if that's what that was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a nice little callback. Yeah, I like that too. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's a fine, entertaining movie. It's it's you know cheesy in spots, but you know the voice acting is good throughout, uh, and it's it's you know like we said earlier, it's just beautiful to look at. Uh, but as a musical, you know, it, it definitely is, is, I mean, obviously I'm not going to think it's great in the first place, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I would imagine that somebody who actually likes them, uh, might not enjoy this one as much either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I, like I said, the songs are just kind of blah. Um, and my, my other big thing with musicals is that, um, when I when I listen to the soundtrack, I like I like it to feel like I've seen the whole movie again. Mm-hmm. And there's just not enough songs in this to like it just doesn't it doesn't work that way. Like you get a couple of of what are called I want songs. Um, there's you know there's the one from Hercules, and then there's the one from Meg sort of later on, mm-hmm. um, and then there's the song from Danny DeVito. Uh, which is just sort of like a fun, fun little song. Yeah. And then the fates or the, the, uh, the chorus every now and then, but yeah, it's just like, like the villain doesn't get a big song. I thought that was surprising because uh, usually, yeah. usually yeah. villains get a pretty good song in a musical, but, and Dude. I don't know what kind of singing voice James Woods has. I mean, it, it wouldn't necessarily have to be him. Uh, That's true. Hercules was voiced by three different people in this movie. True. <laughs> <laughs> One of them who was just the singing voice. Uh, uh, but 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 yeah, it's just you know, I, I think it would have been fine without the songs. Yeah. Um, you know, and and. and the very first song that happens is, you know, the chorus and, uh, you know, cutting off, uh, Charlton Heston as the narrator. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> what in the world? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Another fantastic human being, apparently. <laughs> uh, but at least he has passed. Oh, did uh, anybody ever pry that gun away from him? <laughs> I hope a monkey did. <laughs> Damn dirty apes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the first uh, chorus song that starts, uh, you know, and that's, you know, obviously when it occurred to me that, uh, oh, this is going to be a musical. Um, it was also super cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's the gospel truth. Y- yep. <laughs> <laughs> And I did. I you know I didn't know if it was just me and you know my distaste of you know people singing at me, but uh, yeah, I just it got real uncomfortable real quick. Yeah, it's also it's also pretty weird that those are the only black characters. Yeah, and they don't have names. They're yeah. just the chorus. Yeah, uh, I mean they're. They're credited on IMDb with names. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, as are the three fates, uh, who who are all creepy, right? Um, 
And I think uh, Keith David? Or, or is it David Keith? I can't remember which one is uh, the black guy. Keith, Keith David from uh, uh, season six of Community? Yes. Okay, or, yeah, Keith you David. Know, the Thing or, you know, They Live, sure. I know he's been in other stuff, but that's what I know him from. <laughs> no, I mean, that's easily the most recent thing I've seen him in. Uh, yeah, he plays, he does the voice of one of the gods. And I think he literally only has one line oh, towards nice. the end. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and Keith David is also uh, Solovar on The Flash. He's the, the voice of the king of Gorilla City. Is he? Yes. Uh, okay, wait, yeah. I'm, for some reason, uh, I was thinking Grodd, and I was like, no, somebody else does the voice of Grodd. Yeah, I, but, I uh, forget who does Grodd. Yeah. Uh, no one with a name. Okay. <laughs> I think that's actually just a gorilla who can I think you're you right, know, actually. speak telepathically. Yeah, they, uh, they actually genetically enhanced a gorilla specifically for the TV show. Yep. I remember reading about it in Entertainment Gorillas Weekly. There was a whole cover spread on it. Oh, wow. I, I should uh, subscribe. You should. Yeah. yeah. Just head to uh, EGW.com. It only it comes out quarterly now. It's weird that they still call it Entertainment Gorillas Weekly. Yeah, that is, that is very well. You know, I mean pandemic has you know, really screwed up the publishing schedule for everybody. That's, so That's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, you know, there, there were, uh, I, I enjoyed some of the, uh, you know, moments at the end when, when Hercules, uh, you know, embraces true heroism. Uh, I thought uh, him rescuing Meg from the River Styx was was a pretty good scene. Yeah, I, I really liked the animation specifically during that scene as oh, well. Yeah, Just yeah. the way that sort of withered Hercules looked yeah. was really cool. Um, but, you know, uh, so there, there's a scene where he basically makes a deal with Hades to uh, have his powers taken away for a day while Hades goes off with his grand plan. And, uh, you know, uh, he does it you know, under the, the concession that uh, Meg uh, will not be harmed at all during this time. Uh, but then she gets harmed, and he gets his powers back because the deal is broken. Right. Uh, and then, you know, she winds up, uh, spoilers, dying. And uh, he goes to save her in, uh, in Hades, the, the place. Uh, right. Not, not, not the guy. It's real weird that he named the place after himself. Yeah, yeah. He's a narcissist. It's true. He's just like Trump. He's James Woods. He, he is James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, to me. Because uh, he gains godhood once he basically sacrifices himself to save her life. Mm -hmm. uh, but but to me, it seems like, you know, him taking on the Cyclops with no powers whatsoever, uh, that should have been uh, the moment where, you know, he, he is deemed worthy of, of godliness. Because, you know, that to me seems like a truly heroic act as well. Yeah. 
and you know i i get it story-wise why they do you know what they did but you know when he goes to save meg at that point he has his powers back yeah and and you know saving meg is almost more of a selfish thing like there's there's just souls swirling around right in this vortex in hades and he's there just specifically to save the one that he happens to be in love with right so uh, yeah and no, i totally see what you're saying yeah which is also, you know, uh, just another aspect of, I think, all of these, you know, kind of movies anyway. Uh, is, boy, that romance feels tacked on. Yeah. There's <laughs> just not a ton of development to make me really believe it. She's the only girl that he's ever talked to. Yeah, yeah, pretty much so. other than his mom. Right. <laughs> and that would be weird. Oh, super weird. <laughs> And that's just his adopted mom. He's never even met his real mother. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. They they yeah. really played fast and loose with Hercules' origin in this. You know, yeah. from, from mythology to the, the Disney version. Oh, I mean, it is a thousand percent Disney-fied. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, uh, once you read any little bit of, like, you know, actual Greek mythology, it is uh, not safe for children. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember Zeus ever turning into an animal and having sex with a human woman in this movie. In this movie, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that definitely did not happen in this movie. And it's uh, disappointing. It would have looked beautiful with this animation. I'm sure, right? <laughs> Maybe we can get an R-rated version uh, done by Disney. Yes. Uh, or whatever their R-rated, uh, you know, uh, sub-studio is. Release the Lithgow cut. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, in fact, Lithgow said fuck in every other word in this role. <laughs> wow. That's that's why they want, chose to go a different way. That actually For, makes a lot of sense. Somehow, James Woods was able to keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, this movie was also made, you know, 25 years ago. Close oh, to, anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he may not have been a total garbage person before then. That's true. Yeah. Could have gotten he, worse. He probably was. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'll always have Videodrome. Yeah, I've never seen that. Ooh, that's uh, another great movie I would recommend, uh, especially if you enjoy stomach vaginas. Uh, I, I don't know, because I've never seen one, so I guess I'll <laughs> have to watch to find out if I do. <laughs> Yikes. Yep. <laughs> it's it's very Cronenbergy, ah, because it's David Cronenberg. Because it's David Cronenberg, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I get a kick out of the uh, the content warnings on Disney Plus. Okay, we've been we've been watching the Marvel movies again, mm-hmm. and there have been a couple of them that have had content warnings at the beginning that the movies include product placement. Huh. Weird. Which, yeah, it's and it's only it was for Iron Man two, and I think uh, the Winter Soldier both had those. None of the other Marvel movies have that content warning, huh. or maybe or maybe it was Age of Ultron. Now that I what? think about it, but what? yeah, there's only like what? two of what? them. 
what products? I, um, <laughs> what products aren't placed in those movies? Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, I remember, you know, when the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man came out, like, you know, Dr. Pepper was in that movie fucking everywhere. Right. Uh, but like, you know, I can't remember anything too obvious from uh, either of those movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's just like cars. Uh, probably. Yeah. Or, or I don't know, yeah. <laughs> watches. I, I remember a podcast that I used to listen to uh, just spent like 20 minutes complaining about uh, the first Thor movie that uh, like the specific brand of cereal that he's eating. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even fucking notice. What a also, strange... I've never heard of that cereal. <laughs> what a strange thing to fixate on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I mentioned that because there was a content warning at the beginning of this movie, which is rated G. Yes. Uh, that it, uh, contains tobacco depictions. Yep. And there's one. <laughs> there's one, yeah. yeah. Uh, James Wood smokes a cigar. Or yeah. Or Hades smokes a cigar. Same difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little note back, James Wood is, in fact, the ruler of the underworld. Yeah. I mean, if you follow him on Twitter, it's not a little known fact. <laughs> Oh, uh, just uh, Bobcat Goldthwait uh, has been replaced by Adam Baldwin. Oh, yikes. <laughs> oh, man, that's yeah. awful. Yeah, uh, that's uh, another aspect of the movie that I was slightly disappointed in was that, uh, you know, he's got the two henchmen, uh, Pain and Panic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Panic is voiced by Matt Frewer, who is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, and, uh, the role just wasn't really there and it didn't even really sound like Matt Frewer. Yeah. You know, I didn't recognize his voice. I had to look it up. Yeah. Um, obviously Bobcat Goldthwait's voice is very recognizable, yep. but, but neither of them really has much to do. That, uh, this is also true. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, there's comic foils, but, uh, you know, there, I mean, you could almost cut out almost all of their scenes and the movie would still be the same. <laughs> yeah. Aside from the part where they uh, disguise themselves as a horse to seduce Pegasus. Well, I mean, that's the greatest scene that's ever happened in uh, cinematic history. <laughs> I'm glad we finally saw it. I remember when they talked about that scene on Unspooled. <laughs> It's like number one on the AFI list is Citizen Kane, but honorable mention is just this 15 second clip from Hercules. <laughs> it's some really insightful thoughts about it. Yeah, I'll have to go back and listen to that. You should. Yeah. It's uh, a special episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, I stopped listening to that show after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I decided that I only wanted to hear Paul Shear talk about bad movies. I see. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, Hercules. So, yeah. Yeah. Hercules. Yeah, I mean, it, it was... Uh, it was fine. Yeah. It's not. It's definitely not a bad movie. No, um, not, not at just, all. 
there there's just some stuff that doesn't really that didn't really land for me and 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 you know that was enough to sort of drag it down to just okay i guess yeah in my mind no uh, yeah i perfectly agree with you it is absolutely average uh just you know it's good visuals it's pretty much it yeah <laughs> it'd be it's a, probably a good movie to have on while you're doing other stuff yeah yeah um you know, uh, thinking about all the, the Superman aspects of it, I, I do wonder, though, there's a scene kind of towards the end uh, when uh, Pegasus uh, blows out uh, Hades' hair and uh, Hades is bald. Right. Uh, wondering if that's a Lex Luthor jab. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> the whole thing with the with the planets having to be aligned uh remind was another thor thing that i thought of because it's basically the plot of thor the dark world oh yeah yeah you're right which i only remember because i literally just watched it (laughs) uh i'm gonna be honest with you i forgot that that was an aspect of this movie (laughs) it you know it's it's sort of the whole the whole villain's plan Okay. Uh, but it's not super well developed. All right, yeah, because because I guess that explains why it had to take eighteen years to get to that point. Then, yeah, yeah, it was like okay. the plant the planets had to be aligned in order for Hades to release the Titans, uh. and then not really sure what his plan was after the Titans kill everyone. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I uh, guess he he was just friends with the titans because he let them go i guess i I don't know i don't know he did he did say it was it was like a land grab which again reminded me of lex Luthor. sure oh yeah there you go so i don't know maybe he just wanted the world (laughs) yeah i think so um yeah his his plan's not great but his character makes up for it yeah yeah, uh, I, I I have not much else to say about this yeah. movie, but yeah. I, I feel like I ran out of stuff to say about half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we kept talking about it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's just a joy to talk with you, Joe. Aw, it's nice to talk to you as well. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and also, the cat's been pleasantly quiet, so, you know, it's just... One of those things where I just felt like I should just really take advantage of this. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to enjoy it while you can. Yep. Because <laughs> the rest of this night is going downhill from here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is is there anything that's, that's bringing you joy this week? Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair um yeah i haven't uh haven't done much of anything uh, i haven't watched or read anything um um yeah no i got nothing all right yeah you <laughs> um you yeah, probably probably the only thing for me uh, is that I've been catching up on the uh, so DC has been doing uh, daily digital comics yeah for 
the past three three or four months now. Uh, I think you're correct. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and I've been I, I decided to just buy a bunch of the Superman ones. Okay. Because um, I'd heard they were good from people who really like Superman, and I've been catching up on those, and they are delightful. All right. They're just uh, you know, sort of twelve to to eighteen page uh, Superman stories, sort of you know, they're they're classic in the sense that he still has his secret identity. Okay. Um, the and oh yeah. You know, he- he doesn't have that in the current comics, right? He he does not. Yeah, I, I totally forgotten about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you know, it, uh, Clark and Lois are married, uh, so it's it's almost sort of set in the pre New Fifty Two continuity. Okay. Um, but you know, ultimately, they're not concerned with continuity. Really, they're just standalone stories. Uh, and just really entertaining and what? you know for for a buck a piece uh, it's it's not bad so i'm i'm enjoying that and i'm i'm glad that dc is continuing to do that even even now that they've got books back in stores sure um just you uh, know that that's an interesting model and i'm i'm enjoying supporting it uh if it, yeah i knew that they existed uh you know they're they're doing a whole bunch of different ones uh uh, I think some of them have only lasted like two issues or so, though. Because um, I remember there was a Spectre one that came out like a month ago or so. Yeah. And and I don't think there was ever like a second or third issue of that. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just, they've been cycling through the uh, the stuff that was in the Walmart books. Oh, okay. All so right. like if, if there were Walmart one shots, that's what, what what that like the specter or like a swamp thing or whatever would come out of. Okay. That makes um, sense. But, the, but I think they've actually started to do new stories. Okay. Um, Cause I know there's like some <clears throat> of the Superman ones haven't been in, in previous issues and like they've done some flash ones and then they got through all of the Walmart stuff and they took a break and then they came back with another new story. Okay. So, so it's, it's probably just sort of a sporadic schedule. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I know the Superman ones, uh, David LaFuente drew one recently. Yeah. And uh, I was really interested in that because I love that guy's art. He's very good. I like him a lot. Um, I felt like there was something else I was going to say about these, but, oh yeah. Uh, it just felt like, you know, uh, like back, oh God, almost 10 years ago now, uh, (laughs) when, when DC first started putting out digital books and they had like uh uh like adventures of superman and legends of the dark knight as digital only books that they yeah. eventually collected uh it, it felt like you know oh they're they're doing this again yeah i definitely see that um it's it is very similar to that um yeah i don't know it is okay. i hadn't i hadn't drawn that connection but that's a good point okay i'm, I'm just, glad they're doing it again you know, uh, I, I really like Superman, but I don't think I really ever want to read, like, canonical Superman comics. Sure. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'm always interested in, you know, short one-offs or, you know, that's why I've always enjoyed Elseworlds or whatever, just because, you know, I can't be bothered to keep up with continuity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially from what I know about 
current Superman continuity. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Which, you know, I'm sure it's fine, you know, but uh, whatever. <laughs> I, I really like the way that Brian Bendis writes Superman, but I haven't really loved the stories that he's written. Right. Uh, I read his, his initial Man of Steel series. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, like you said, I think he writes Superman pretty damn well. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really care about the actual adventures that he's right. having. <laughs> yeah, like the, the ones that are just like, oh, Clark goes back to Smallville to visit his parents or whatever. Like that, that I enjoy more than whatever else is going on in the series of oh, leviathan <laughs> right oh god <laughs> is that still going on uh it is is it running concurrently with zero year <laughs> <laughs> zero year yes still going on of course <laughs> we're entering the seventh year of zero year yeah, scott snyder's uh you know still just writing chapters of it right yeah, they're not being published anymore but he's still going do you want to pick a movie for next week okay okay uh so um uh i'm gonna pick a real stupid one awesome um you know i guess feel free to veto if you if you don't want to watch it and i'll have to come up with something on the fly okay but uh my choice right now is on amazon prime and it is the transformers prequel bumblebee awesome (laughs) i i have not seen that i actually wanted to watch that okay so yeah i would i would never veto that (laughs) excellent good because I didn't have a backup. <laughs> <laughs> you could have done Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. Ooh, no. <laughs> uh, I did I, I did have a backup in mind, actually, but uh, I own it on Blu-ray, and I don't believe it's streaming anywhere. And <laughs> it, it would have just been an issue. <laughs> I would have made it work. We'll, we'll figure it out some other time. Okay, that works. All right. It's. It, I will tell you this. Uh, it's a Blu-ray that I bought for a dollar at Dollar Tree. Nice. And I was like, you know, for a dollar, you know, I can always just resell it if it's terrible. Yeah. You. You could say uh, you'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, and I did. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Putting your money where your mouth is. Uh, I did uh, purchase another Dollar Tree Blu-ray uh, a couple weeks ago called Pie Wacket. Pie uh, Wacket? Yes. Okay. Which is uh, the name of a witch uh, from Bell, Book, and Candle. Okay. Uh, and it is also uh, the name of a cat that my parents had before I was born. Interesting. Uh, but it was a dollar, and it's a horror movie, and I watched it, and it was pretty goddamn good for a dollar. Nice. So, you know, can't go wrong. That's very specific. Yeah. Pie Wacket. Yes. All right. Uh, Bumblebee Bumblebee next week (laughs) I'll talk to you then Alright goodbye Goodbye Thank you for listening to the Viewmasters 
You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.